0: This is Tuesday, May 3rd, and yesterday we began to look at the diversity of our city. We can be such a transient place. There is immense in-migration into Miami from Latin America, and also other parts of the world. At Granada, we usually have at any time people born in over 40 countries, and that's a stunning diversity. Think of it. People born in China, Korea, Cuba... Canada, France, Russia, just about every Latin American country. And that's just to get started. But our city wasn't like this from the beginning. For much of Miami's history since the city's founding in 1896 until 1960, Miami was just another southern town. It bore most of the cultural marks of any other southern city. Think of like Atlanta or maybe Birmingham. But in 1960, a dramatic shift began taking place. Cubans displaced by the dictatorship of Fidel Castro, well, they found a new home here, in Miami. Many also settled in New York City and in cities elsewhere in the US. Some also returned to Spain. But Miami felt the greatest impact because of the sheer numbers that came here. Feeling the pressure, Many of the southern white families that had settled here moved to what they would say is north, back to the south. Now, following the waves of Cuban immigrants that began in the 60s, there have also been successive waves from other Latin American countries that have experienced economic collapse or political upheaval. Miami, in the process, has become a major refuge city. The transient population exploded along the way. Now, Miami is one of the most transient cities in the United States. It can be funny to go to a Miami Dolphins game and find more people cheering for the visiting team than for the home team. But that's often the way it is. Now, I'd like to tie up the story that we began yesterday, the Tower of Babel. Here's our text for today, Acts chapter 2, verse 1. To 12. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place and suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind and it filled the entire house where they, that's the disciples were sitting and and divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to speak in other languages, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at this sound the multitude came together, and they were bewildered, because each one was hearing them speak in his own language. And they were amazed and astonished, saying, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in his own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and parts of Libya, belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians, We hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. And all were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? I think that's our question as we look at the text today. What does it mean? This celebration happened on the day of Pentecost. This was a special feast day of the Jewish people. It was the time when the first fruits of the harvest were received in Jerusalem, and people came together to celebrate God's goodness to his people as seen in that harvest. Now imagine this moment. Jews have literally come from across the Mediterranean and North Africa for this special occasion. They represent nearly every cultural group within a thousand miles. The disciples come together, and they are filled with the Spirit of God. As Peter rises to share the good news about Jesus, something completely unexpected happens. The people, though from different cultures, and though they speak different languages, they can all understand the same message. Through the power of the Spirit, the cultural differences no longer matter. It's not just that they can all understand. They hear the message in their specific languages. Of course, this is something only God can bring about. I think we're meant to see in this how the gospel breaks down walls that separate people. Yes, the good news is not just for one group of people. The way to God through Jesus is open to everyone that comes by faith. Everyone that calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. That day, 3,000 people responded to the message that the Apostle Peter shared. Now, thinking about the day of Pentecost, we need to remember that this was the day when the people thanked God for the first fruits of the harvest. And this became the first great harvest of the church. Yet, it was also the day they celebrated the giving of the law on Mount Sinai. That happened on this same day. The Lord delivered the law into Moses' hand on a day that later came to be celebrated as Pentecost. That's right. And the day when the law was received, the Spirit of God was poured out on the church. This was meant to show that a new day was coming for God's people. They had been led by the law, but now they would be guided by the Spirit of God. But there is one other significance. This is the reversing of what we heard about yesterday. What happened at the Tower of Babel. Do you remember how God confused the languages there? But here the confusion is gone. And what God has done for us is this in Christ. He guides us by His Spirit, and He has broken down the walls separating human beings. Now we don't have the time to apply all of this today, but to start We can see God's plan in Jesus is to bring unity to the peoples of the world. Jesus provides the peace we long for so that we can become brothers and sisters in Christ. This is the unity we are to know as one people at Granada, in a great and diverse city like Miami. It is this gospel we see applied in our small fellowship of believers we have the privilege of being part of what God has planned in Christ. Let's pray. Gracious God, our Heavenly Father, we think of your manifold wisdom in planning the way for us to come to you through Jesus, and we can see how you've opened the way through the grace of Jesus to everyone. Thank you for extending this grace to us, and teach us how to love one another and how to welcome those to our, that come to our city and our church. For we pray in Jesus' name, amen.